Hey guys, Mateo Lane here with Emma Willman, and this is another episode of Inside the Closet. Today we are doing it in Emma's studio, which she turns into a studio with lights, cameras, action. It's pretty crazy and insane, and Emma killed it. She went to Best Buy and became a official Hollywood producer. Uh, today we talk a lot about health and fitness, and uh, it's just me and Emma. Uh, very, very fun episode, and I hope you enjoy. Make sure to like and subscribe. Enjoy! Hey, this is Mateo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Wow. I'm really impressed by you. Thanks. Last night you said you were going to um, Best Buy. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, I do feel a little like we're on a morning show. Well, it's it. if we weren't doing a podcast that people were going to watch, it'd be really obnoxious. Right, right. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess lots of things that if someone wasn't watching it would be obnoxious, but this... This is kind of, it's a little silly, but, but not. Well, I just want to say to everybody, it's so funny because I can't, no, we should focus on that one. And then I guess the rest of them sort of, what's so funny is like last night, Emma was like, oh, I'm going to go to um, Best Buy and get like a camera. And I was like, oh, great. Let me know. I'll throw some money. No, no, no. Uh, this is what I, I just need this for myself. I was gonna use it. Okay, great. Come on, it's a full studio. Yeah. There's like, and I almost wonder if you set up hidden cameras that I don't even know about. Like no. if there's like a black box somewhere and there's like a camera underneath it. Because so what? The, where this got inspired from is I was watching clips of other people's podcasts online. Giannis and Chris. Giannis and Chris, but then also Joe um, Rogan. I, yeah, I haven't watched. A, I have. I've seen clips of his. But Francis and Julio, their podcast, I went over and did Julio it. Torres? Uh, um, Julio Gallerati. Oh, oh, Julio. Julio. I always he just asked him. me to be on his podcast. It's fun. Ju- I always say his name wrong. So, um, Julio, I was at his podcast. When you go in and do it, they've got, I think they've got like cameras everywhere in this room. Right. So and, weird. A podcast went from audio to like specifically. Yeah. Although I'm not sure I'm happy about how I look in that camera. That's okay. That can be for Patreon only. Okay, yeah. Actually, let's keep it. This one should be fine. Yeah. It's a good angle. But I don't know where to direct my talking to. Usually, I talk to you, and I'm like, do I talk to the... I guess we're doing it like we're on TV. Well, so the way that they do it is they don't ever have one facing straight on. They have them from all different angles, so that's why this is so distracting, because... Well, I'll tell you the difference. We're not in a studio. Right. This is a home, right? Yeah, this is my studio. It's my studio apartment. But this is like the most presentable way I feel to have like a, a show. So like... Like, having straight on, like, I'll be Ryan Seacrest. Okay. And you're Kelly Ripa. Oh, God. What does she do? She actually liked Kelly. I think she's, I did too. I, I think she's good at her job. Ryan's the one that I don't get. Yeah. I mean, how unrelatable. They were like, we got to get a host who's relatable. I'm like, so you got a billionaire? You got a right. billionaire who's going to come out. What the hell is he going to talk about his day? That other guy, what was that other guy's name? Michael. Michael. Who's hot and was a football player. Yeah. At least he had like a, oh, like something to add. To so the charming. Yeah. He was really... But then he left without telling Kelly. Brutal. And they made an announcement that he was going, I think, a Good Morning America or to the Today Show. I think it's Good Morning America. And then Kelly was rightfully pissed. She was of like, course. why the fuck am I finding out so, right. so late? He must... There must have been... there. That's very... Because he doesn't seem like that. Whenever someone doesn't seem like the way... That then they do something that's like very not how they seem. Then that means that there's probably a whole bunch more other stuff that we don't know. Right. Well, I'm sure it's like a lot of lawyers and people like right. jumping in and they're sort of like, "Where are you going?" I'm not getting out of the thing. Oh, I need my. I have had any coffee. Okay, so I got now this. it's officially a morning. It's a place show. called Variety Coffee, and it's really yes, good. Yes, it's delicious. Thank you. Um, you just like it black. Mm-hmm. No sugar, no cream. Nothing. Nothing. I'm an animal. 
No, no, I like mine. Either I like my espresso plain, just yep. espresso, or I like it um, with just a little cream. I well, oh, this I want to talk about fitness is one thing today. Um, I'm in. I'm into this conversation. So, okay, so Mateo and I are here. We're at at my apartment um, in New York, which I rent out when I'm gone. I don't think you're supposed to say that. Well, they don't know how I rent it out. It's, it's legal to on, rent it out, baby. On rentman.com. Like. On, on legalrentals.com. That's how I rent it out. On 100% legit legal rentals. That's how I do everything that I do. I might take this apartment. Sure. What like what what would I be able to keep? I mean, I I would. I don't. I would probably leave. I could leave. You like the way it's set up. Yeah, it's set up really nice. The I reason mean, I would have to add my own pizzazz. The reason it, it's very sterile. The reason it's set up nice is because Julie, Ricky's fiance, helped me pick out stuff. Yeah, it and looks then she. Good. Ha- this was all the furniture I had in a in a one bedroom with an office, and then oh, I wow. squished it all into this. So. But I like yeah. with the spice rack and like a, I mean, this is like a proper kitchen. Like I okay, don't even so know a- what to do. Ashley did the spice rack. Yeah, I mean, she did. Mm-hmm. She like nailed it and everything. Mm-hmm. I really should become a lesbian. Yeah, she she. Well, I hired someone to do that, and then a- I hired someone to hang up one of them. Ashley hung up another one. Ashley hung up the rod. Um, Ashley does all the like drilling and stuff. I mean, that's great. I know it's so, nice. Go ahead, about fitness. So okay, so. I was, so over the years we've gotten to see Mateo work out, stick to working out, body transformation. Since we started the podcast, you were fit. Yeah, but I think I've gotten in better you've shape. You've gotten in better shape. Right, right, right. But since I've known Mateo, when I very first met him, he was so, he was thin. I was very, I was very, 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 very skinny. So to give you like a, um, I hope I don't sound more like... Do I sound like I'm like more presenting because there's a camera here? I think it's because the mic's so far away from us. Well, you guys give us feedback. If we seem like we're being different because the camera's on, then you're right, and we'll figure it yeah, out. We'll but bring, I think it's because... We'll bring this closer. Although I yeah. like this little table. Because I want to get your whole fit... Because I think one thing that people forget is that just because... because So I told, I, I told my trainer, I said, oh, my friend Mateo... I've seen his body transformation where it's just... Is he gay? He doesn't know who I am. Is he single? No, he's he's, he's straight. But he's... Then I'm not interested in this conversation. Listen to how fast he just said I was listening. Do I look thirsty? Am I desperate? Is he gay? Is he straight? I'm very attracted to personal trainers and go-go boys. He's not that. I know, but I'm so... Like, if I see a go-go boy the whole night, I'm like... "Mm -hmm." I think they're cute, too. He is... He's he's like a... He's ripped. Yeah. Not a go-go boy. Right. But I I was like... Ooh. Straight guys go go boys. When straight guys go go boys, they just this is the, this is how they dance. They're in their underwear and they're just and they get all the tips by doing the least possible. Actually, and then, he was a dancer. He said he used to be a backup dancer. Well, that's I'm, then I know him. But he, but I, I would be. But you know what? You never know what someone's doing on their free time. Also, to give you context, like the I weigh I'm five nine. I weigh 165 pounds right now. Uh, maybe three and a half or four years ago, four years ago, when I really started all this, I was at 143 pounds. So that's how much I've been. Gain. It takes that much time to eat and gain and be consistent. And, to, you know, and people, and, and, and a lot of people will um, be like, well, you're, you know, you, because I look a certain way. And obviously, like, I'm, oh, I look like a thought on Instagram. Not look like I am. What does thought stand for again? Like, thirst. Oh, God, I don't even know anymore. Thirst, hungry, otter, tomorrow. That's it. Thirsty, hungry. Otter, today. Thirsty, hungry, otter, today. Thirst. It's, um, thirst trap. Thirst. There's thirst is the tea. 
I look up what thought is. We should we should know. We should do a I whole used to know, but we I'm, should do a whole thing on different words that we have to stay up on. I but know he, when I said, Oh my friend um got in great shape, he goes, Oh, was he overweight? And I said, No, he was thin and the trainer said, Everyone forgets about that people who are really thin need to see trainers too. Okay, as we're talking That was go- just the GoPro. But I don't think GoPros actually last very long. Yeah, well, it was on. I charged it last night, so fuck that thing. But so he said, he said that he used to be really, really thin too. Mm-hmm. So that's what made me think uh, we should expo talk about how your transformation because people always think of people losing weight, not people gaining, gaining weight. Much, All right, gaining I weight. like this. Give me an interview, Emma. Give me like a <laughs> Barbara Walters interview. Okay. Oh, I okay. like how you've presented this. I like the studio you've set up. Oh, thank you. I like all of it. I appreciate it. This that. is the most professional I think I've ever seen you. Really? We, there's a full studio in here. And, and your apartment looks great. The apartment looks great. And I like the color of your hair. And you're wearing all black. Like, you really nailed it. The apartment looks great because you, I do things that look great not for me. I do it if I'm, I'm keeping my legally phone. renting out my apartment. That's when I do it. <laughs> um... Okay, so. Okay, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This I would really like to hear because I've had my own thing with. Because for me, fitness was about. I was overweight and then I lost a lot of weight because I did Adderall. When when were you overweight? How much were. Like, how much did you weigh now? How much did you weigh then? And how long did it take you to lose the weight? Like, you know, I just sort of context because you always refer to yourself as a bigger kid. But, uh, you know, when you were 22, let's say, how much did you weigh? What did you look like? You know. 22, super fit. Little. When I was overweight, it was probably starting, I'd say third grade, I started using food as a coping mechanism, but I didn't know that's what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I was just like, I would always, that's when I started sneaking food. And then when my parents got divorced, then, because my mom was very, like, health conscious, and I remember, like, a treat was Kudos bars. Do you remember Kudos? I have no idea what a Kudos bar oh, is. Oh, God. It's this granola granola bar that's really like a candy bar. And Do you that... remember Koala Yummies? Oh, that sounds familiar. They what... were like little koalas with chocolate inside them. They are like Japanese cookies. I think my friend Catherine used to have those. My friend um, Hiroshi and Saoli, they were from Japan. And we hung out every day at their house. And they always had these Koala Yummies. And we used to go to the Japanese market so I could Yummy. get them. They were so... I'm sorry. Keep going. You... Did you ever have a full moon cookie? No. Catherine had those too, and I remember her parents would put them in the freezer, and we would both sneak down and eat them. But I would, my mom would be like, you know, you can't one kudos bar as a treat, and I was, I was like, so your mom did she address that you were overweight? I wasn't overweight quite then, but okay. this is what I remember when I started crossing a line. So I go, oh, okay, one is a treat. So she hid them up in the closet, and I used to scale up the closet, and I would eat them. And my mom must have thought my dad was eating her or something. She would just keep getting more of them. And I, I remember myself getting chubby. And then She's it like, was, who's eating them? And you're like, not <laughs> me. I don't know. And I remember trying to scale up the closet because it was like I had to put my feet on these different things to like climb up it. Right. And I remember like getting chubbier and chubbier. And it was like hard for the thing to hold my weight after a while. You're like, must get yeah. those cookies. <laughs> and then when my parents divorced, I would just... My dad would give me Pop-Tarts in the morning... And That's not good. and strudel and I would just and then I became and then I started every time I got stressed or anxious I'd eat 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 eat. What was your favorite thing to eat? The thing that was the most, but this is like it's so ta- anyone who's had problems with like eating stuff, this thing is so tainted for me. Swiss rolls. Oh, I know. I don't like so the the little Debbie ones. 
I actually don't like Little Debbie Swiss Rolls. Like the Ho-O's I like. I didn't like Ho-O's, but man, those Little Debbies, I remember. Cause My so, friend Eric used to love those. They, did, was Eric big? No, Eric was so thin. He's still so thin. He didn't, he, but he used to, yeah, and we used to freeze them and we used to eat them. Now see, I was always like a really, really, really skinny kid, so I ate whatever I wanted, which, which. Did you ever feel like you ate for emotional reasons? No, eating with me was never, I never, I have no, my emotional relationship with food is a very healthy one. Like That's so I, good. I, I indulge when I need to indulge, but like, I, I'm so driven in so many ways, like I'm so like, I'm a, I'm like in a straitjacket for everything, like stand up or drawing or singing, so like, if I know eating a certain way is going to get me a certain result, then it doesn't matter, I just follow that. Focus on like, that. Like last night, Sashir and I, she's our guest uh, for the next episode, so she and I went to Rebalta, my favorite Italian place, and I just completely indulged. I've been two weeks, like, super on my diet, super going to the gym, super, so I'm like, I'm just going to eat whatever the fuck I want. So I ate all the pasta in the world, but then today, start back up. So I just had yogurt and oatmeal, and when I go to the cellar, I'm just going to get eggs, toast, like, I just sort of keep it going. So when, if someone has a problem with food, which I don't, now I don't, and I'm so, like, lucky for that, because food is, like, the toughest one, but if you overindulge, overindulge night or eat a bunch of stuff, it, like, can trigger your brain, and then you do, then you just are, like, off to the racetrack. I understand, I have. Which is tricky. Yeah. Because it's, like, people, then people that are in OA programs, they're supposed to, I actually don't exactly know how OA works, because I don't know what, so after I, I'd say in around, when I went to college, all of a sudden... I developed a healthy relationship. I wasn't using food as a coping mechanism. Sometimes I'll... Did you come out? Yeah, so that could have been part of it. That's probably a lot of could it. Could have been part of it. But I remember... Cause once, it, you, once you came out of the closet, I'm guessing that there was this huge release relief, in your subconscious. Yeah. And so you didn't... There was You were getting so much... You were meeting so many emotional needs right. that were so buried for so long that you didn't go to food to cope with them anymore right. because you were actually dealing with your problems. Right. So probably your relationship with food got better in college because you were getting better with yourself. And th- But then what's that weird is towards the end of college, that's when I started drinking too much. <laughs> well, okay then. then that- <laughs> yeah. But the thing, I think for people, once you cross, if you're someone that crosses one line with something, you're more likely to then use, you, ha- you have to develop the life skills to, like, if I get, but like... But that's a... What you're describing is an addict. Right. Right? Because I've talked about this with Evan Williams, a past guest on our podcast. I, I don't have addiction problems. So right. I've never... There's never been anything in my life... I don't have a real vice in my life. My wow. problems are more, like, self-destruction, like, emotionally and internal. Like, the different things. But, like, never... One addiction to the but next. But those addiction things are usually because of those internal things. It's like you're trying totally. to fill some kind of a void totally. or something. But I feel for people who have the ones with food the mo- because... Well, food is... is oh, is, and you got to eat all the time. Exactly. You need to eat to live. That's the thing with food. How did we turn into like an educational food podcast? Well, but, I, I mean, it's good. But And it's be- also good to hear men talk about it too. Because right. So my trainer said... And he that said... I was hot and he wants to date me? I didn't show him a picture. He's so straight. Will you please show him a picture of me? He's not. I'll I'm very attracted picture. to my trainer, but like he's not. We're, it would never. I don't think you would be. I don't think you would be attracted to the guy who is my boxing coach. And is he single and wants to marry me? Single, straight, Italian, gorgeous. It, he he was in this. I mean, I coached with him when I was in Vegas. He's so gorgeous. I could tell he was straight. He's also only like twenty. What's his name? 
like Anthony Geronimo or something. I have a joke now. I'm like Italians look so gay. You could see two Italian men fucking in the street, and I'd be like, I, I think can't. they're just friends. Right. He re- if he was an American, he's so pretty that he would be. He's too pretty to be. I he's get, so pretty. Yeah. But I, I showed him your picture. And. He went, oh, he was like, yes, he's so, he was like, oh, good, good for him, like, very, da, 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 and I was like, yeah, yeah, and I went, I went, yeah, he's great, he's gay, and he went, okay. Oh, but he's and from he, Italy. And he looked a little uncomfortable when I said that. Oh, and I went, okay. I don't know why I told him you were gay. I guess I was just... Because you were trying to help me out. Thank yeah. you, Emma. And I think I just made him... He went... Oh, he was like... All right, let's go boxing. Yeah, and I was like... Hey. I think with me... So, like... Okay, I guess ask me questions. I'll answer questions okay. about fitness. Now, by the way, I got all my... Fi- like, there's different types of fitness and the fitness that I was going for because my body was so thin and my metabolism was so high... Um, we should put a before and after picture of what I looked yes, like. Yes, because why were you... So, so were you just so thin because of you... Because metabolism. You, metabolism. Well, metabolism and diet. So, like, I didn't know how to, like... Literally, this sounds so stupid. Like, for gaining weight and trying to, like, build muscle and stuff, I would try and go to the gym. I didn't really know what I was doing at the you gym. You were, like, in high school. So No. This is, like, after. This is, like, starting from 23 or 24. I'm not joking with this question. Did you play sports in high school? <laughs> I had to ask. You know, just as a, I had what? I don't know. Sport? Do you think I played? Is, is God? What vigor, name one? That vigorous you, drawing. Yeah, I sing opera and I draw. And you're like, I was the captain of the basketball team. Is that what you say? Captain of the basketball team? Yes. Yeah, you're the captain. Of I was the, the captain. I didn't play one goddamn sport. And my my the days I feared the most were the days that we were forced to play like volleyball or soccer or something like so. Because gym class was fine because I felt like we weren't like really like playing sports sports. Right. When we would play soccer, me and all the Latinos, there were like these three. There were these three Latinos. One was from Brazil and two were Mexican. And we would stand in the back and speak Spanish with each other. Huh. And then everybody else would play. And I loved those guys because I felt like connected. Like right. some kind of connection. I have a theory on that. Yeah. So I was talking about... But I was horrified of that ball. It came at me and I was... I mean... Oh, I was Nathan Lane in the birdcage. I was like, girls! I, I was... I know because I just... I couldn't... And it was it was such a, 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 a sign of like... Of man, of machismo, manliness. Yes. Like if you could like do something with that ball, and I just couldn't do anything with that ball. My whole and yet, later in life, later in life, you excel. You could excel with the ball. Yeah, I could. That was a bad one. That was, a I, bad that was one. good. <laughs> I, I, I was no pun intended. Like in volleyball, I was giving you a, an open. Oh, yeah, God, I yeah. can't even. Well, I'm really bad with sports. Oh yeah, sports analogies. I don't know either. Yeah, and like my cousin, like my cousin Michael, had, was on the wrestling team. So like me and my cousins would go to like these wrestling teams. But then when I watch all these other wrestlers, and like, would you get into what? Like, would you get into the sport of it? I couldn't even look at it. It was no. so. I was like, this is so gay, and like mm-hmm. so. Like I couldn't even handle it. It would be like it would be like. You watching two women just like mud wrestling at 13, you'd be like, I can't physically handle this. Wrestling is very homoerotic. It, it, there's nothing not gay about wrestling. The outfit, the positions, the entire base of the sport to wrestle someone to the ground. I'm gonna get him. 
I'm gonna get him. I'm like, where? Okay. Have you seen a link on Mitra's joke about football? He did it on Conan like a couple years ago. No, what does he say? I love a link on. He's such a good writer. I don't want to butcher his joke. Maybe we can put on Instagram. But it's basically about like the the person like bent over and like trying to like get the ball and like I I have it's all gay. Oh, I have seen this go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of this. Like basketball is not very gay. You're just kind of running with a ball and you guys are shoot. That almost seems more natural. Keep it a distance, distance. Right, right. No No homo, no no homo. Yeah. But but football, Football. ass up in the air, like you know wrestling. I I mean, they're all swimming with those speedos and like I'm doing you know. Oh, I was gonna say swimming's not gayish, but yes, yes. Well, it's not gayish, but it looks gayish, right? So it's like my hair is so dirty and that I'm literally doing this. It's so full of hairspray. It's disgusting. Boxing, I would say. No, it I don't think isn't, boxing. But if you watch it, I love watching boxing. Martial so arts, now. maybe. Well, with boxing, what they do is when they get like close and they need a minute, they embrace each other. Have you seen that? I would like that part. It's very interesting, and they they kind of like they'll like they'll be like, oh, oh, and they like kind of will ha- like one will be hanging and the other one will like hold him and then get him away. But they... I would like that. It's I would, interesting. I would be interested in that. It's it's like they need a minute. I don't know what the thing is. But oh, we don't know what we're talking about. Did you play the, sports? Well, I did, but well, not... I, did. I played lacrosse. It, not... We didn't... My school was too small. We didn't oh, have lacrosse. Right. We didn't have football. What was your graduating class number? 90-something. <sighs> small. I think mine was 600 or 700. It's, it's crazy. And I, try, I did play sports, but I wasn't very... I Wait, I'm supposed to answer good. questions about fitness. Yeah, so, okay, so... Okay, so my sister, by the way, who's an IFBB pro, an international fitness bodybuilder, and she travels the country, and she's like, the de- her whole life is dedicated to this. So four or five years ago, I remember exactly where I was. I was on the road with Lisa Traeger, and we were in the Funny Bone in Dayton, Ohio. We had the worst audiences. I mean, but good times is with Lisa. Is this what made you write your jokes about Ohio? Yes. Yeah. Well, a couple jokes about Ohio. <laughs> no, that one was with Nicole Byer. I was opening for Nicole Byer three years ago at the Funny Bone in Ohio, and I got called a drive-by faggot okay. twice in one day on my way to the gym. But... I was backstage, and I remember I ordered chicken, and I kept going in and out of fitness, and, like, you would see results, like, if I would, I didn't know what I was doing, but you would see results, like, oh, I look like a little bit of a pump, like, I like the way it looks, but nothing stuck. And How so, often were you working out? Maybe, like, four days a week. I just Which didn't, is a lot, I think. It's, it is a lot, but it, it doesn't matter. If you don't have a goal, like, if there's no, like, we know, I know what I'm doing, I'm on a schedule, I'm on a goal, I'm just right. going to go, it doesn't matter. And that's actually a good takeaway for career stuff, too, because sometimes, like, with running around, I'll be like, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm running around, and I'll feel that Cash way. Cash grabs, and you're like, I need, like, a bigger or, goal. Yes, exactly, or even, like, with, like, auditions, and then, you, yeah, you want to have some type of goal. Well, I call, I remember calling my sister, Lisa, Lisa and I were co-headlining, so Lisa went on stage, and was dealing with those assholes, and then I called my sister and said, Kate, I just... I go to the gym, I don't see any results, I don't know what I'm doing wrong, and she was like, okay, it's all your diet, and it's all, like, and then it's the gym. Your diet sort of leads into the gym. What are you eating for breakfast? She, she made me write down everything mm-hmm. I was eating for a week. And literally, I would wake up in the morning, I would have, I, I would have a cup of coffee, maybe a bowl of cereal, then I wouldn't eat for like four more hours. What and kind that, of cereal? Just like, I don't know, frosted mini wheats or mm. something. And then, like, four hours later or five hours later, then I'll have, like, pasta for lunch. And then four hours later, I'll eat whatever I can find for dinner. Like, okay, a cheeseburger or this. So my sister Mm. is like, okay, number one, we want you to gain weight. I'm going to have you eat every three and a half to four hours. You have to have four meals a day. So you're going to break it up. And if you want a snack, you snack on it. So she wrote me my diet. And just in the beginning, just because I was so thin, 
just to gain weight. She was like, and I'm not kidding you. She goes, I want you to eat two bagels in the morning. And I want you to eat seven egg whites. Damn! And I was like, I mean, and I wasn't used to eating that way. But those are healthy foods. Well, not the bagels, but she was trying to put carbs in me so, like, I could start. So then she put me on a a workout routine. She goes, you know, you're going to go and do a muscle group a day, and here's the workouts you're going to do, and you're going to mark down how much weight you're doing. And everything seemed overwhelming at first, but then once I just started making my meals and then going to the gym, like, within weeks I started seeing results. Mm. And the weight that I, the, the muscle that I was working on the gym started sticking. What muscle group was the hardest? Legs are always the hardest. I hate legs! And my legs are still thin, but like, re, like three I times fucking, the size they used to be. I hate doing legs. But they're really important. I do them twice a week. They're really important. So that, because doing this, that's the first time in my life I've ever done like a specific group each right. time. And the legs, I bitch like, I'm, I'm like, ow! I, 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 Here's the thing, too, is, like, my sister gave me some great advice also, where she was like, um, you know, so I think sometimes people, like, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to work out, I'm going to do this, I'm going to kill it. They go to the gym, and for, like, five days, they're exhausting themselves. Right. They're doing everything you can do, and I'm doing it, I'm doing it. And then after five days, you're exhausted. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do it anymore. You can't do it anymore. Right. So, you don't want to go back. And you're like, I can't, that's not, the gym is, like, a slow I have never exhausted myself at the gym. But what I'm saying is like... But I do see lots of people do that. But but what I'm saying is like... And and look, everyone's different. But like for me, it's like today I'm just going to do my arms. Then tomorrow I'm just going to do my back. Then the next day I'm just going to do my chest. Then I'm going to do my shoulders. Then I'm going to do my legs. Then I'm going to rest. Then I'm going to go back. And I'm going to lift more. And you're doing this. What are the tries when someone's like... This is your tricep. Your Uh. tricep and your bicep. Right. Which I, I usually work out together. Mm. I'll do triceps and biceps. It's interesting to me that your sister got into nutrition too, because there must have been some like nucleus. Do you think there was, was there something, was it in your family like you guys were into health or was it both of your reactions I, to no, not? No, I think my sister, brother and I, I don't know what it is about the three of us. We're all very successful in what we've picked. Like my brother is one of the top desi- designers for a phone company. Did that come out of you guys feeling like you need, because I feel like with people that are very successful, it's like either they need to prove something or... Or they were in an encouraging environment. I think my... I have very good parents. My right. parents... It's usually one of the two. It's either like, you have good parents that are like, flourish, or you have parents that are like, you're not going to be shit, and then they're like, I'll show you. I think that it comes down to my brother, sister, and I, um, we're all... I mean, we, my mother's a really, really, really talented artist, but, you know, she... she she and she loves having kids, but she didn't. She doesn't have the same drive I have, but she has all the same talent. And also, maybe so she, she because it was a different time, so well, it's, that, it can be harder to have a drive when there's less like. But that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. My mom at the time it's 1980 or something like that. I don't know. So she got married. She had kids. Right. So that's her life. So right. But all that talent went to me, my brother and sister. Like we all draw. We all have that talent. I didn't pick up my mom's weaving talents. <laughs> Although I will say this, my mom is fucking talented at weaving. But I would say my parents did a really good job of like, we were never forced into sports, never forced into, like, we were always just, we had so much fun, like, doing claymation videos, and we... Claymation videos? So my Uncle Mike, my brother really was the sort of, he he got us going with this. Is your brother into fitness? Yeah. Um... My 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 cousins had a camcorder, right? So we would borrow the camcorder, and then what we would do, we would do animation and claymation. I was like in third or fourth grade, and what you would do is we would make these characters, and we knew that if you like move them and then click 
on and off, and then move them again, click on and off. When you play oh, it back, that's so tedious. They start, yeah, right. but, but it was fun. So fun. I used to make videos with my cousins too, but it would be like live action movies. Oh, we did, and I remember I did all the draw. I would learn to do animation. I was like in fourth huh. grade, and I was animating. I just was very driven, and I liked these sort of results. And I, I don't know, it may just be in my chemistry because I remember everyone would go to bed, and I'd be up till. Two o'clock mm. in the morning sometimes with a ream of paper, drawing with a marker, and if I got it wrong, I flipped it under mm. and did it again. Did it again. like I was just it's just and you know that's how I am with comedy. Right. I'm like must you know like I'm so like I don't drink, I don't go out, I don't do this, I don't date, but I'm yeah. just comedy, 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 comedy. I feel that I'll literally go out, be out all night doing shows, come in, watch comedy, uh, do emails on right. my and that's that's one thing actually with relationships where I notice it the most that because that's just second nature for me to do right come back get them to do that right and then when i'm in a relationship it's like no interact with your fucking you know no, it's hard because but, we're in a relationship with comedy right and then we're in a relationship with something I mean, now i'm single but we're in a relationship with someone else right it's very hard to balance those two because they because well, i don't think it'd they be ever rude. fully understand what but also i so i had one thing that ashley and i will do before we go to bed is we'll watch crime shows Okay, that's what is that with women going to bed watching we, murder? Well, so Night I moon like what? I never used to watch it before I would go to bed, and then her, she'll put it on before she goes to sleep. So now, like, well, I fall asleep like right away to it now. Do you fall asleep easily? Now I do, but so now I fall asleep better because I'm not on my phone getting all riled up. I just want to say this is classic Emma Mateo. I we are way off the topic. Of I'll bring it back. Or, I, no, you, I just I'll think it's it so funny. Around. I think it's hysterical that we're like, like well, when I. <laughs> When I'm watching crime shows, like, how did we get here? I can, I, I can, uh, we should do it sometime where we do an actual, like, I'll, we could do a practice interview where we do an interview where it's like, okay, we're going to stay on the thing. But, but that's the joy of this podcast. We don't stick to anything. And, but I, I'll, you know, I learned about bringing it back around from this morning radio host, Taylor Strecker. She knew Taylor. She was on yeah. the show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Duh. She's, she always, it would be like two hours later and she'd be like, and originally as you said about muffins and I'll be like, whoa. Yeah. Muffins. We're talking about nine wow. eleven conspiracies. How exactly. do we get back to muffins? Exactly, exactly. And she all oh, and I'm like, I'm like, she did that. Do you think comedy, because you and I approach comedy, we're very similar in how, like, we are, we're, we're hustlers. We're, we have whatever Madonna has. Oh, that's a, I mean, that's a big, giving ourselves we're, a big compliment. Well, not as, obviously, as good as Madonna, but, like, that kind of, like, don't, don't do, we just, we're so focused, like, on comedy. Do you think that it's ever going to slow down? I don't know. I mean, it, for me, the only thing that slowed down is now I love, now I do like taking nights off. Right. Oh, because well, well, you know, I used well, you to know, not. I think the hustle too is like we I used to be so desperate shot. for stage time. Right now we know we'll get booked, and so we're not so like I'm not like if I take a night off, I'm not freaking out. It's the last night I'll ever right. be on stage, and that to- totally, right. totally. And if you're like if you're an aspiring comic, and you're, I remember there like I remember being in New York, and it was like a Saturday, and I didn't have a show or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I just remember to me, it was so crushing because I was like, okay, I've given everything to this where mm-hmm. I'm running around doing open mics all the time, but then this then isn't making an opening for me to even do the thing I want to try to do. And I'm trying to do it for free. I know. Most of it's done for, that's the, this is all done for free. Right. But, 
Um, wait, there, I did, there was a thing I wanted to tie it around to the fit. Oh yeah. Were you ever, did you ever feel, do you ever have memories of feeling like uncomfortable in your body or feeling, were you ever like made fun of because you're so thin? Yeah, I was made fun of a lot for... Who made fun of well, you? Everyone, because I was such a, like a queer, queeny... This, think... one, this one turns off after half an hour. It does? That's why I need to get a new one of these. This one doesn't. Oh. Um, I was made fun of a lot for everything, but I think it was like because I was so gay and so different and still denying it that that led to like just... Didn't matter what I did, my hair, my the way my body looked, the way I dressed, the way they would say. I actually hate talking about it. It's tough. Yeah, it was part of the interview. I don't. But we don't have to. I remember. I can tell you a time I was made fun of. Sure. And it, I, it stuck with me forever, and it is so hard. You know why I think it's also so hard to talk about? Why? And I'm so sorry that happened to you. Oh, it's it's so doing fine. It's so hard to talk about because when that happens when you're a kid, you're you are so powerless to it. Well, because I think you're also too... I don't know how much it's changed now, but it seems like the idea of having like self-identity is more praised today than it was when we were kids. Oh, yeah. It was all about conforming when we were kids. Totally. Don't you dare step out of line. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a comic last night, Dove, who was talking... I don't want to give away his joke, but, you know, basically alluding to the fact that it's like if you did anything different, like you were just a faggot. You know what totally. I mean? Totally. Like, and it's, oh, it's to- true. Oh, you got peanut butter and honey, not peanut butter and jelly? Right. Faggot! faggot. Yeah. I mean, it was just, like... So, I think today, like, with Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and TikTok, I mean, everyone just, like, is allowed to be, like, I'm this, and everyone celebrates that. Where, back in our day, I remember there were these two girls in my school, and they loved um, Gwen Stefani. Yeah. And they dyed their hair pink to go to a Gwen Stefani concert, and, like, it was as if they had come into town, a new town, and just took a baby and threw it in a bucket of wow. acid. That's how people reacted wow. to them dyeing their hair and going to this concert. And I, and I look back now and I think I really like the fact that they were like, they were into it and they wanted to go. Right. I couldn't even admit that I loved Pokemon. Wow. I mean, it was like, you, everything was like, I was also like already like on in hot water. Right. Like anything I did, I was considered like a faggot. Right. <laughs> they were right. But um, yeah, so I think it's just different Oh, I have a whole mic. It's, it's just well, different today. It's I well, I remember the person. So I went to this like elementary school that was like a like kind of a hippie elementary school. Montessori. Yes. Okay. Waldorf Montessori, same thing. So I remember. So it was like very. That was like very about self expression. So if you're like boys there could it were like you know doing this thing called eurythmy, which is a type of yoga. Like we're all painting, we're holding hands and saying like good morning, like. Hippie, hippie, hippie. So that... Oh my God, that was I, the complete opposite of opposite. my experience. That that was elementary school. Okay. But then in, in the public high school, that was changed. Right. But I remember when I was started being like getting chubbier, and then, and then I did actually become overweight. So I'm getting chubbier, getting chubbier, and I remember this girl, and I was with my... I had a friend, Sam, and he was chubby too. And then he got really thin. So it was like we were both chubby, for third, fourth, fifth grade. And then he turned his back on you. Motherfucker started eating vegetables. He got really, I don't remember if he became Did vegetarian. Did he thin? Or, I'm sorry, gay? So thin. No. Oh. No, but he was, he was so, such, he's so talented. He, he's like a journalist and he's like, he's awesome. We kind of lost touch, but he was so thin. And I remember being like, because that was like my fat friend. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
And I remember us walking in to go to the, back into the classroom, and he's thin at this point. I'm still chubby. I'm fat, overweight. And this girl comes up and she starts making fun of me for being heavy. And I remember Sam said to your face, "What's she, she saying?" She was saying it in a way that he heard it first. Right. And he goes, "Hey, stop, stop." He was trying to intercept it for me. Right. And I pretended I didn't know what was happening, but I knew she was like saying, "Like you're like fat." That's a classic defense is to pretend it's not happening. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> And then I just remember Sam saying this, and it almost makes me want to cry to think about it, because I, and then I was like, what was she saying? And he was like, oh, she was like asking directions, or, he was Asking directions? We're in the school hallway. (laughs) We're in the, he was, she was asking what day it was, no big deal. She was trying to figure out how to get to the Walgreens. Right, he's, he's being a good friend, but that, it was just, oh, it's the, you're just like, it just, it sucks, it sucks. So you remember... Did Did that drive you at that point to lose weight? Did that drive you at that point? It sticks with you for your career? Like, when you're writing... Like, how did that sort of shift your life? That didn't drive me to want to lose weight then, because I think I felt so out of... It is... I didn't... It's more discouraging than it is encouraging. It was exact... It was more discouraging than it was encouraging. What made me end up losing weight was I ended up going on Adderall, and I lost weight quickly... And the problem with that was it wasn't addressing... Does it suppress your diet? It does. And the problem with that is it doesn't... It's not It's not good. Because all of a sudden, lose all this weight. And that was my sophomore year of high school. And people were like, oh, Emma, you look amazing. But it happened so quick. I was like, oh, I didn't even realize this happened. When you lose weight that quickly, quick. does it... Does it... There's like a body dysmorphic. Like you, yes. your brain... Hasn't quite caught up to with what you look like. And I was on too much Adderall. So then all of a sudden... Why were you on so much Adderall? Were you overusing, overdosing? No, it was my doctor just gave me... A, it was that... T- there was that... Remember that time when all of a sudden everyone was on Adderall? Yes, Ritalin and Adderall. Ritalin. And those... I was cranked out. So then I went from like 60 milligrams to 10. So all of a sudden I'm back on... Then I started like gaining weight again. And that's when I had... That's when it was really tough. Because all of a sudden people had been like, Oh, you look great. And then they were like... Eh. Right, <laughs> you know, and right. that's when I actually had to start being like, okay, I got to try to figure this out. But it's been like a definitely a up and down. People definitely don't believe, believe when you say because like coming from very thin and then getting gaining weight, um, I'm still like not sure of what I look like. Like mm. I don't know, I don't quite know what I look like when I look in the mirror. And people don't believe that. It's so it's so interesting. Any kind of body change you have, usually if you go from overweight to thin, it's praised. But anything outside, like or like over, you know, like if I'm, because it's I'm praised. because I'm have muscle, people will be less inclined to believe that I had any kind of body issues ever. Like that's like yeah, like they don't want to hear it. And my trainer, he so he was said he was re- he goes oh good for him you he goes I was really really thin too. And he said that he actually had, like, a eating disorder, which he speaks about, so I'm not... If anyone connects... Was he bulimic? I didn't ask specifically what it was. I, I wish... I was curious. I think it was anorexic. Because I think there's but definitely eating disorders with men, but it's maybe... You never hear it, about it. You don't hear about it as much, for sure. And I, and I also think that, like... I even think, like, wrestlers have eating disorders and, like... Right. Like, all different... Like, sports can, like, definitely fuck up guys' way and perception of eating and how to eat and how to, like... Even, I think, like, eating disorders in the sense of, like, when kids go to college and they're on their own, oh, and God. now they're feeding themselves, 
they don't understand how much they're supposed to be eating or what they're supposed to be eating. They're eating anything and everything and then drinking so much. And it's like, this is so bad for your body. Just, I remember, I remember that too. Because I remember all of a sudden, yeah. But I was like that. For some reason then, I had a healthier relationship to it. I guess because I was happier. But I remember so many people were like, oh God, I got to college and then I ballooned. Right. But. I think, what is it, the college 15 college or something 15. Like that? There's yeah. ballooning, and then there's just having a real problem with it. But I was talking to um, Robin, who we've had on the show sure. before. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about sugar, and we were talking about having a cookie. Because I said, you know, uh, it's hard to just, someone wants to just go out and get ice cream or something. She was like, yes, yeah, it's, it's tricky because people, do, if you're someone who gets like fixated on sugar, you don't just go out and have a cookie. You need to have a cookie when you want to have the cookie at the emotional time. You need but the right, cookie. That one cookie is like a weighted, layered right. thing. It's right. not just like a cookie. It's not a casual. I can have a right. casual cookie now, but then favorite like if favorite go to dessert like sitting in front of you. Did you have my key lime pie? It, that was delicious. It so was amazing. I made key lime pie the other day. It was day, great. And it was a hit. Now, that was so good, too, because that was, like, made with good ingredients. Well, I mean, it's good. It's, they're all... Yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you're saying. Like, it was... so. It's not super processed. It's not super processed. So, when we were... Mateo made a pie, and we were eating at the cellar, and I was sitting For next... Keith Robinson, because he bought me Il Molino. Ah. Uh, oh, that's why he was saying it's my pie. It is his pie. Oh, I thought he was joking. No, it, oh. that would be the natural thing for Keith to say. is like, that's my pie. Right. But, like, it really was his pie. Oh. Oh, that's funny. So I was I was talking to another comic. We were sitting next to each other, John Laster, and I said, we were like, okay, this is good ingredients. Because we were both, like, if you get, if you get a, um, a cupcake from the grocery store. Bad. It's oil. All oil. Bad. All bad sugar. All bad oil. And then you're fucking cranked. See, I don't like that, that ma- kind of stuff. That makes, that's the addict. Then all of a sudden, you eat one of those and you're like, fucking <laughs> I get I get addicted to not addicted but I if I'm gonna get a dessert I'm so I'm I'm such a uh, picky like snobby you know like I the like coffee pasta pizza dessert I want I don't want like I would never just grab something from the grocery store if you get a grocery store cupcake if They're I eat awful. that oh to me that is well, like well Jules had good ones when I was a kid I loved them that's a drug though because if I eat a grocery store cupcake then I literally am like I want to like shove it up my nose. Smush it in my ears, eat it, put it Probably up my, because inside they have myself. Memories. The taste brings back certain memories, and that memory is comfort. And you just want, and you get it's it's like one. It's not fulfilling. There's nothing fulfilling. But while about you're it. eating it, it tastes. It's like the best feeling in the world, right? For that splits. Oh, it, it's like that with uh, like fast, a drug. It's like a drug. And fast food, McDonald's. There's a certain point, two bites into that hamburger, where you're like. This is the best thing ever. And then 20 minutes later, you're like, I have to shower. Exactly. I need. I have to wear a diaper. Exactly. Does anyone have a diaper? When do you feel like you like got into the stride of like... Because you made it a routine. When do you feel like you... Was there a certain point where well, you're like, now, I'm in this. I'm a healthy I, person. I like the gym now because it's like the one place that I can go to where like the only goal is to just do whatever muscle group I'm doing that day. And it's not... There's no arguing. There's no, there's no, there's no arguing. You know, you know what I mean? You sound like a battered housewife. I mean, but in a way, no it's, yell at me. in a way, it's true. Like, um, so Shear's walking from the train oh, now. Great. Uh, we have to end this, anyways. Um, but yeah, in a way, it's true. It's like I just go to the gym. It's like I'm just gonna do my arms today. It's not gonna be. There's no. Um, what is the word I'm looking for? Like maybe if ands or buts. No it's room like ju- for interpretation. Right. It's just that. 
Right. And so I kind of use it as like, I don't, and then I always feel better afterwards. Then I feel better in my clothes and I feel better. Right. You just feel better. Right. Yeah. I, I forced it into my life. It's not, I'm a lazy, active person and I'm not somebody who loves working out. I tried yoga, hated it. You know, it's like, people this that, is the only workout that works for me. Some people actually hate yoga. I was like, do you want to do hot yoga? And she's like, I hate yoga. I actually, I hate yoga. Not, not, no. I hate Yes. Like it's, yeah, it's that's interesting. Yes. Because it's just it's, stretching. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, she goes... I do. So does she... You're, you, yeah, it's interesting. Ashley hates it? She hates it. I, is she also Italian? She is. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Italians hate yoga. Why? I think that's what it is. No, my Aunt Cindy really likes yoga. Yeah, she goes, I hate it. And my Aunt Cindy's it. really flexible for some reason. She's like naturally flexible. And my cousin Kelly cannot touch her toes. She's never been able to touch her toes. Really? Her back just stops like that. Wow. She, and, and she's not even... I mean, it looks like a cartoon. I'm like, Kelly, stretch. She goes, I am stretching. Yeah. She can't do it. If you... So, I'm trying to think... Okay, for the Mateo takeaways, it seems like it's really good to focus on one thing while you're in there so you don't get overwhelmed. Consistency. That's key. And then, from where I'm coming from, you know... One thing that I would do is I'd say, I've got to work out because I want... I, or I'd say, I need to work out because I need to... Like, make this radical change to, like, look different or whatever it is. That's never made me stick to it. The only thing that's made me stick to it is if I find something or someone I like being around when I'm exercising. And then that almost will... Like, Gary Goldman had a really good joke about how he was, like, getting out of bed when you're depressed. Where he'd be like, anyone that gets out of bed this morning, like, gets to get a coffee. I forget exactly how he said it, but it's, almost, it's like tricking yourself into doing the thing that's healthy for you. Yeah. So, for me, it'll be like... Like, if I'm in New York, there's this guy... Really super funny comedian, Sergio Chacon. I like to try to go see him and we'll exercise. Okay. That makes me do it. Because I'm going to see him. You know what? Me, I think... And, and he teaches the, classes like at, at overthrow boxing. I think all the thought pictures that I put on Instagram help keep me wanting to go. You're hold accountable. Yeah, I, I, hold, I hold myself accountable. And also, like, it does make things like dating easier. Right. It makes me feel more confident. Not because I think I look better and that's I'll get more men. It's like, I feel more confident... Just in general. Right. So it makes me feel like a little more relaxed about that too. And you can feel confident when you do it, not even if just knowing that you did something for yourself. So. This has been the most like educational version of, I think this camera made and us you, like. And you can, also you can do. We you like ha- Susie Powder? Susie Powder? <laughs> What's remember, her name? Remember her? No. The lesbian with the short blonde hair. Oh who, like, God. Like early 90s yelling at everyone being like, you better work out and. Wait, was that was she or was she a finance person? No, no, she was working. She was wait, she was working. Okay, there's someone else that's. Somewhat... You're thinking of um, Susie Orman. Yes, right? yes, like, yes. Hey, girlfriend, yes. don't buy that girl. Right, right. Yeah, 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 no, no, very different women. Don't Both buy that. Lesbians, very different women. She was just like, don't buy that, but buy my book, buy my book, right, buy right. my kit. Don't buy that. You don't have enough money, but make sure you get my book with the right. DVD and <laughs> I think we got to end because. All right, she we're was gonna here. end. This is a very educational one, Emma. And Mateo and I don't have kids. I know if you're a parent, and you're like, well, I got kids, I can't fucking do this. Oh, yeah, you're, I'm out. I can't help. Wa- just water. Just try to be... We all just, just try drink, to be a little bit just healthier. Just drink water? It'll be better. Yeah, water. That's the ticket. All right, thank you, guys. Bye.